This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like... My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is a podcast. 25 whistles talking football and they all wear a whistle yeah it's stupid but what did you expect it's a podcast called 25 whistles 25 whistles oh that whistle let's go 25 whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action it's been a pretty piss poor sports week for us uh, so we're going to do something positive in a minute. Oh, cool. Love it. We I mean, need I'm it. Have to dig. We're all freaking losers. And that's okay. I was talking to one of the guys, big executives of DraftKings. And he was like, I was listening to your biggest college rivalries. I felt like it was a little SEC skewed. I said, what are you talking about? Texas, Oklahoma is not SEC. They may be going to the SEC. Mm-hmm. I said, Army, Navy, not SEC. Correct. I did the Battle of the Pines, Stephen F. Austin, Sam Houston State, not SEC. Don't I never even heard of those schools. So there you go. <laughs> are they real? <laughs> they are real. So hell of a uh, rivalry. Yeah, they get really gets down to it. <laughs> yeah. Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah, not, not Southern not at all. Yeah. What other ones did I pick though? Because those are three of the five, unless I just did the top three. And then you did Alabama, Auburn. Excellent rivalry. Yeah, that's SEC though. Who cares? I'm just, I'm just saying the DraftKings no, argument. No, I'm going to give you a DraftKings argument right here. They're being haters. But they did give me a hard time, too, about missing parlays. And I'm like, look, <laughs> I say, here's the thing. I'm trying hard as I can, but you can follow me on the app and see every bet I make, and I'm up. So the one parlay, and we have a different philosophy this year we're going to do. This this week, excuse me. But anyway. Okay, but but see, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people do these parlays on DraftKings. I've, I bet some of those. I didn't hit a few times on some of those. Same. I think there was one. Um, Matthew Barry did one. It's just supposed to be way fun. off. Fun and funny. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you want like the big picture, you can get with me and follow on the DraftKings app and see everything I bet. That's right. Where are they out of? Where's DraftKings out of? Your brain. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Boston. Boston. That's deep. Okay, so they're the East. Yeah, Boston. All right, we should have done Boston College versus BU. Oh, that's what it is. Like New Hampshire. <laughs> yeah. Yale. Those rivalries. Harvard, Harvard. Yale. Yeah. Yeah. So coming up later, Kansas State All-American offensive lineman Cooper Beebe. And Coach Chris Kleiman 
So that was awesome. So we'll get to that in a second. It was also Coach's birthday while we were there. Yes, it was. And I wonder if he went to dinner and on what, us. What does he on us? Yeah, we're like, yeah. Coach, go dinner on us. <laughs> Chili's. We'll, just uh, reim- we'll reimburse you. So oh, here's what we're going to do. Friends, Texas lost. That's Mike D's team. Yep. It's a miserable loss. Mm. The Patriots, they even have 11 guys anymore? No, I don't think so. It's been a bad season, yeah. a couple weeks. I mean, humiliating. Eddie. Yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys, ugly loss. They look like they didn't know how to play football. At least you've had, you're having a decent season, though. We were. We were. Still we are. Were. Still can. <laughs> mm-hmm. And for me, it's been really rough with Arkansas. Really rough. Where I'm just sad all the time. So what I want is something positive from your sports world that you can share so we can switch it up. So, Eddie, I'll go to you first. Okay. Okay. So on NBA 2K, I on our Eras League. You're the Mavericks. I, I, I got the Mavericks. I somehow ended up with the Mavericks. Awesome. I finally played with my team. Dude. <laughs> 1990 awesome? or 2001 Mavericks is amazing. I know. Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki could, I mean, he could drop threes. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to hit a full meter for him I to know. drop a three. I'm doing the same thing with Wally Zerbiak, who's not even as good as Dirk, and you don't have to hit the full meter, and sometimes it goes in, and I'm like, oh, my God. I know. It's so crazy. I wanted Dirk and Steve Nash. That's an awesome team that you have. Yeah, man. The team's really, really good. You may can win a championship. I've already played four games, and I'm three and one. Oh, good. I lost this morning. Uh-oh. Before work, I play something like 3 in the morning. <laughs> I play the Lakers. They've got two ninety eight. Shaq and Kobe. Oh, yeah, that's tough. I lost in overtime. And so I'm like 7-1 and one or something. But I'm the Nashville nostalgia. <laughs> and we play in Steve Urkel Arena. And it's just all stuff in the 90s and 2000s on our jerseys. I thought it was kind of fun. That's, that's really awesome. Funny. Yeah. Good for you. Well, let's let's get a game. All so, right, good so for yeah, you. So, yeah, that's positive. Good for you. Kevin. For me, it'd be fantasy football for once. I started off rough. Have Justin Fields as my quarterback for a couple weeks. Not very good. Now, he's what, number three? Hey, two weeks in a row, he's been crushing. Yeah, Eight awesome. touchdowns in two weeks. I've won them both. I got A-Chain, A-Chan, however you say it. Now he's hurt, he's but hurt. that's okay. I got Saquon coming back. Won a couple in a row. I got a little momentum going. Good for you. And I'm happy. Good for you. Yeah. Mike? Well, I'm not into football right now. At all. Be- he just I quits. <laughs> I feel it. I feel you. But being from Dallas, I'm also a fan of the Texas Rangers who are crushing it right now. They just swept the Baltimore. Yeah. And I'm watching baseball for the first time ever. I felt bad for Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They won 101 games. And they're just perennial losers. And I mean that in a loving way. Yeah, forever. Yeah. And I mean that as somebody who was, who was a, been a Cubs fan his whole life. And that I, was hard, hard years. I just time. know losing forever, forever, forever. And so I feel terrible for them. I wanted them to beat the Rangers because I wanted to see Baltimore win. And they won 100. I mean, it's for just Cal like, Ripken. I'm I'm on someone. He didn't die. No, I'm saying just win it for Cal, man. Andrew Jones. There we go. Andrew Jones. Win it for Dale Murphy. The Orioles? Yeah. Dale Murphy was a Brave. Oh, he was an Oriole too, I think. I don't remember Dale Murphy playing with the Orioles ever. You could definitely be right. Mm, Back checking. All I remember is Dale Murphy TBS. Early days. I don't really know. (laughs) Baltimore. Don't know who that is. Don't really know. Eddie Eddie Murray. Eddie Eddie Murray. Murray. I think that's who I'm thinking of. Eddie Murray. Is They're totally actor? different. Yeah, I know. But no, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Dale Murphy is a white, skinny outfielder. Correct. Eddie Murray is kind of a more built, power-hitting yep. black guy. I yeah, remember. Rockies, Phillies, and Braves. So he's never so, on the Orioles. <laughs> never on the Orioles. <laughs> Eddie Murray. That's what I was thinking of. Billy Ripken. <laughs> yeah, that's Cal's brother with, uh-huh. a, with a card that was awesome. F-U-C-K the, on the bottom yeah. of the bat. <laughs> you remember that, Kevin? No. You know about that? Uh-uh. His baseball card. He's holding the bat on his shoulder, and it says F-U-C-K on the bottom of the bat, drawn. Really? It was an error card that was worth a lot of money. But I think it was actually written on the bat, and then they yeah. took it off Yeah. once they realized they'd printed it. Dang. 
Yeah, it was awesome. That'd be cool. Uh, what's going on for me right now is Arkansas basketball, ranked 12 in the ESPN poll to start the year. Let's That's cool. go. Very excited about that. I wish I were excited about football, and I still am. If we go and win every game, I'll still be like, "That's a pretty good year." But even if we win every game out, we'd still end up with eight wins, and I really thought we'd win nine, nine. or ten. Yeah, ten on a really great catching a couple breaks. But if we can win out, okay. But it's kind of sad. I bet the over-under on DraftKings at seven. For Alabama, Arkansas? No, for the wins for the year. Oh. A couple of the wins for the year, I did that at seven. I did Vanderbilt at three. What is that right now, three? I think they have two. I don't know. I don't look because then I just get sad. I start doing the math. You don't look before you bet? I do before I bet, but then I don't look again until after. Mm -hmm. And then because of the futures I put on this week, I've got a future now on the Ravens, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. Ravens and Cowboys. Yeah, the Eagles one's the... It's like I would do on the, the 49ers. The I just feel like that's they're probably going to win. I'm not going to make that much money. I would let them lose a little bit and let that let those odds go up. There. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin. Vanderbilt has won two games. Yeah. So what's their schedule look like? Because I need to win one more yeah. to just, just push. Go got ahead. Georgia this week. Yeah, they won't. Okay, lose. Ole Miss. Lose. Auburn. Lose. South Carolina. Lose. Tennessee. Lose. Lose. That's it. That's tough. Maybe they could do that last year and like that, pull one out. That loss to UNLV hurt. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Let's go, Vandy. Yeah. I tell you, I, I saw Coach's dad, uh, my son's football, uh, basketball game. No, baseball, baseball game. Yeah, like four times. Did you tell us on the show? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, okay. No. Got it. Then you should tell us again. I like I didn't know. Sorry. Okay. Hey, okay. man, no, what's up? <laughs> so I was at my kid's baseball game, and uh, I was wearing my Vandy football shirt, and this man comes up, and he's like, hey, cool shirt. And I'm like, thank you. I just stood there. And he's like, so you a fan? And I was like, well, I'm not not a fan. You know, me and me and a buddy, we do a, a sports podcast, and, and with a, a video thing, then we went to Vanderbilt and did a thing with them. Oh, that's cool. Watched a little more baseball, and then he goes, well, my son's the coach there. And I was like, what? <laughs> you could have led with that. You're Clark, Lee, Clark Lee's dad. He's like, That's yeah, super cool. Yeah, I'm Clark Sr. It's super cool. You know, he's proud of his son, too. Heck, yeah. Because he, he just really wanted is. to be like, he wanted to find a way to get to it, because I would, totally. too. Because I'm and, like, I know a guy who met Clark Lee's dad. That's how proud I am of Clark Lee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to get it all the way over. What's funny, though, is I told him, that, yeah, yeah, I work with Bobby Bones, and we do this thing. He's like, oh, my gosh. Wait, uh, too much access. I saw it. Oh, He's good. Like, I oh. saw the video. That's awesome. You guys are trying to kick footballs like idiots. I love it. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> no, I mean, not like that. Okay. Not, not yeah, verbatim. Right. All right, let's go over. It's time for the Tittle Tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the Tittle Tattle with If Oregon beats Washington this week, do you think Bo Nix takes over as a Heisman favorite? No. Oh, wow. I couldn't even finish. No, I know. I think probably he needs a few big wins. Bo Nix, even though he's been awesome at Oregon, Bo Nix still has a little bit of Auburn on him. And it also sucks for Bo Nix that he plays at Oregon because not all Americans to watch his games, so they can't shake off all the Auburn on him. So we don't really get to see all the new and improved Bo Nix unless we stay up late or make a point to do it. I think if he has a great game, it probably shifts it a bit. But will he be the favorite? No, it depends on how good Caleb Williams plays. That's a big game against Notre Dame. If Caleb Williams goes out primetime, I get it. USC, it's a left school as well. But USC is a little more high profile than Oregon. Even left in the country, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Not politically. I'm looking at a map. Okay. Okay. Well, probably both, I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But Caleb Williams okay, also has what Bo Nix had in that 
Caleb Williams has a little bit of Oklahoma on him, and he was awesome at Oklahoma. So I, I, yeah. I think Caleb Williams wins it. I think Michael Penix Jr. is the favorite right now, but barely. I think if Bonex plays awesome and Oregon keeps winning, he probably moves up a bit. What is he, third right now? Mm-hmm. It's Penix Jr., Caleb Williams, and Bo Nix at three. But I do think if Oregon wins and he plays awesome, sure. But I don't think he's the favorite until they are right about to make the freaking tournament. You think he has to beat Phoenix and Williams? When you call him Phoenix, it just feels like so much. <laughs> are you doing that on purpose? <laughs> He is Penix. No, no, Penix, but, but, Penix. But you know how close Penix I just is. Like, to I just like, like making you guys that? uncomfortable. No, I think he's, it was an accident. I think he just attached himself to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Caleb Williams wins the Heisman. Okay. Unless they lose three games, two or three games. Everybody wants Caleb Williams to win it, as in everybody, all the media. They love it because he gets clicks, so they'll keep writing stories about him. It's just going to feed the monster. Yeah. Uh, but Bo Nix can win the Heisman if Oregon wins the whole thing. Yeah. There you go. Suck on that. <laughs> right. You know who I like, though? If I were voting and I had the only vote that counted, Phoenix? Uh, dong. Excuse me? What? Everything that sounds like penis. Excuse last me? names. <laughs> what are we uh, talking about here? I would do, uh, I would vote for uh, Bowers at Georgia. Love that. He's awesome. Get tight end some love. A tight end has a one that's since like the 40s or 50s. Yeah, he's awesome. But he's awesome. He's the best football player. Yeah, he's. Uh, Caleb Williams and Bowers are both. What about Drake May? Or Out of it? Crotum. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Funny. Picking words that all yeah, yeah, sound yeah, like yeah. Okay, go ahead. Next question. Which non-Pac-12 ranked matchup are you looking forward to most? USC at Notre Dame or Miami at North Carolina? I don't care about Miami at North Carolina. Good. Have a nice day. That's a fun game to see if Miami bounces back after their humiliating didn't take any loss. And the North Carolina, Drake May is awesome, but I don't really care that much. What I care to see is USC and Notre Dame. Yes. For the same reason everybody wants to say it. It's two massive programs. It's Notre Dame who... People love it when Notre Dame's supposed to be good, and then they're not. I think people love that more than when Notre Dame is good. And they definitely love it more than when Notre Dame is just bad and nobody cares. What people like is to see Notre Dame get set up and then clocked. I <laughs> think get knocked down again. Yes, because they're very entitled. And I would feel entitled if I were a Notre Dame fan, for sure. I wish I felt entitled, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But I don't. I'm a loser. But people love when Notre Dame's like, this is the team, and they love to see people just kick them right in the balls. And they've already been kicked there. So they're not going to win the national championship this year, but people want to watch that game because of Caleb Williams and because they want to see Notre Dame get beat. Now, I would like to see Notre Dame win. That would be cool. Just counter everything I just said because they can't win the national championship. They've already, I've already achieved what I wanted with Notre Dame. Now I want to see <laughs> them eat up other schools. Do you feel like it's two entitled teams? Could because oh, USC Southern California, yes, absolutely. Like that is their. That's what they're known for. Yeah, and USC. They, they also they fire coaches if they're not big, big, big winners. Yeah, they're just kind of winners. You only do that if you're an entitled team. So we call it the entitled bull. Well, there you'd need like nine teams playing at once. There's a lot of entitled like teams Royal out there. Rumble. All nine teams <laughs> yeah. get on the field at once. Put Texas in there. La- yes, last one. I mean, throw Oklahoma in there. <laughs> yeah, throw yeah. Alabama in. Ohio there. State. Yeah, you're entitled because okay. you've won a lot. Okay. like it's a success thing. Uh-huh. Okay. You, you know, there's not a team that wins a bunch of national championships that you just go, you know I'm big fans of them. They're just great people. Because eventually you kind of turn into a douche. I wish I could be a douche about Arkansas. That'd be cool. Georgia's starting to turn into a douche. Yeah. Starting, and I would too. If I won two in a row, of course. That's the goal, to be a douche. Kevin, what's the UCLA-USC kind of, like, what's that vibe? Because I feel like you said, like, USC is what you think about when you think of Southern Cal. What about UCLA? They're running the side of town. Yeah, they're kind of like the little brother, like the Angels and the Dodgers kind of thing. But USC is known for like spoiled kids and rich kids. And oh, so you don't if mean you go sports against programs. Them. You mean actual schools? I mean both. 
Yeah, I guess UCLA basketball is, is is what I associate with winning basketball in California. Yeah. And USC football. Mm. Yeah. All right, next up. Going to the NFL. After torching the Cowboys and getting his team to 5-0, and do you think Brock Purdy is still being disrespected? I think a lot of people, myself included, although I wasn't uh, just a pure hater on, uh, on Purdy, we got to watch him in primetime, and it was the only game on, and so mm. we, we spent time with him. I think like 20 million people watched that game. Yeah, we hung out with him. Yeah, otherwise, it's the 4 o'clock game, and or the 3 o'clock game. It's 4 o'clock on fantasy football because they run it Eastern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 3 o'clock. Yeah. It's a 3 o'clock game, and you're watching it with two other games, and the 49ers are winning, but the game gets mm. out of hand quick, or it's them playing... So you don't spend a lot of time with it, and then you just listen to the people that you trust going, Brock Purdy's the system quarterback. But then we watched him play the Cowboys, and he was making every throw with touch or on the money hard, or he was check. Yes, he has a bunch of weapons, but okay, we can't penalize people for the weapons that they have. That would be stupid. Yeah, even if the system is perfect, you've got to make that throw, and he was making, he's making every them all, throw. He's making them all. It's a good defense. And I think everybody going, everybody keeps saying Brock Purdy's underrated is now – Swinging the pendulum the other way. Yeah. yeah. So good for him. He's killing it. He makes eight hundred thousand bucks a year, <sighs> which in the NFL is not a lot. It's a rookie deal, seventh round, last pick, right? General, generally speaking, yes. But for NFL player, eight hundred thousand bucks a year, not for a star of the best team in the NFL, eight hundred thousand bucks. The quarterback, it's a low. So and he lives in San Francisco, which costs way more. Yeah. So he he has a roommate. <laughs> but but he understands that, right? I, like I think he understands it's early in his career, and he's still trying to prove who he is. Even though he's getting closer and closer to proving that, he's still at the eight hundred thousand dollar level, right? He's so he's close a, to the big deal. Yeah, but he's eight hundred thousand because a team that's when they really have the ability to win big is when you have somebody massive in a rookie deal. You don't just go and throw him a bunch of money. He knows yeah. I mean, he's good. He'll he'll make a bunch of money unless he gets hurt. But if you can get a quarterback in a rookie deal, year two or three, they're in. They're mm-hmm. pretty. But but then you got to pay him like Mahomes. That's why he has no wide receivers because right. they don't want to. They can't pay anybody else. And so even like Kelsey, who's a massive star, great tight end, tight ends just don't get paid as much as receivers. So that's very beneficial to the team that they have somebody in a rookie deal, especially a quarterback. They won the lottery for sure. Yeah. So, all right, one more. Seen some major upsets in the MLB playoffs right now, and I was wondering, would you rather have your team not make the playoffs at all or be a top team all year and then get bounced in the first round? I would rather make the playoffs and just be destroyed later in the playoffs and not make it at all because that means hopefully you've got some health going into the next year. That means you had fun this season. That's more time you got to spend winning just generally. Right. And it sucks. It's like would you rather your team go to the Final Four and get beat on a heartbreaking buzzer beater or – not make the tournament. Take me to the final four. I'll heartbreak all day. I'm used to heartbreak. I'm freaking callous. All my teams lose. It sucks. So, yes, I would rather make the playoffs and lose in a really bad way. Because then I can come on and keep doing this crap. Ah, I suck. <laughs> it's good content. Feel sorry for me. Yes. All right. Thank you. That's Tittle Tattle. All right, thank you, Kevin. 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. We're going to build this parlay with each of our hands. Ooh. Because I just haven't been successful. I've gotten close, but close don't matter in a parlay. So I'm going to do my one, and then you guys throw your one in here. Let's build it as a team. Let's and go. I, I will go first. I'm going Duke Moneyline versus North Carolina State. Pretty close game. It's been like two or three points, what the spread's been. 
But I'm going to go Duke Moneyline versus NC State. Okay. Money lines, uh, Duke's the favorite there? Yes. Okay. It looks like by two and a half or three. Three and oh. a half, right? Yeah. And now it's three and a half? Yeah. I better bet it quick before it goes up again. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to put the odds in, too. All right, go ahead. Ed, uh, Kevin. I'm going to go with stay in the ACC there. North Carolina money line against Miami at home, North Carolina. They are three and a half point favorites as well. Yeah, we're a bunch of wimps. Well, I know, but we got to get back on track I here. I agree. I, I agree. You know? No, I, I, again, it was, I think, two and a half when I jumped on it, and now it's three and a half, but that's still a loser. I should have, I'm not taking the spread. I just need to win. So, so only one of us has balls here? <laughs> that would probably be you. <laughs> But just don't be the <laughs> only one, one of us. Just don't be the one to lose it. That's nah, what I'm saying, nah, dude. dude. You gotta take risks. They already came at Bobby. You're not they said. risk. Every time I be like Eddie, should I cash out? He's like, yeah, cash out, cash out, cash out. So you're full of crap about risk. Okay, go ahead. Oh, oh let me type this in. Duke money line, not three and a half. All right, Duke money line minus one seventy five. Boom. Dang, add more. Okay, uh, Kevin, yours is North Carolina. North North Carolina. Throw your hands up. Okay. <laughs> like a helicopter. North there Carolina. Go. Versus Miami. North Carolina is a three-and-a-half-point favorite yeah. after the Miami crystal uh, ball. Debacle. Mm-hmm. So they're either going to come and play terrible that's or, just, or yeah. blow the doors off and be like, we're so embarrassed, we're going to come out for vengeance. That's what scares me. Okay. And Eddie. Let's get some guts here, guys. Look, Louisville coming off, coming off, coming off of a great victory, killing Notre Dame at home. They're playing Pitt. Pitt's not a very good football team. They got seven points, so it's Louisville minus seven and a half right now. So we're taking the spread on that one? Yes. Louisville's going to run over Pittsburgh. Okay. You don't think it's like a trap game, do you? No, I do not. Okay, those three, if you bet 10 bucks, you'll make 4660. That's good. I bet 10, I'll bet 100 to make 466. Okay. So I'm in. I bet mine. If we say it, I do it. There you go. Get in with us. Taking mine. Eddie, good for you for picking the spread. Hey, man, let's make some smiles on that one. The Arkansas spread last week was like 11 and a half. Mm-hmm. I changed it up to Arkansas 7 plus 7, and then it freaking pushed. pushed I tried to take less points because I knew they'd be in it closer, and then <laughs> it pushed, yeah, on That's that one. close. Uh, if you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app 21 and up in most eligible states. But age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Let's talk now with an All-American. Not always we get to hang out with an All-American or hit him with pads or he helps us put our pads on. Yeah, push them around. Yeah, Cooper Beebe is awesome. Like, what a dude. So here he is. Cooper was ranked the ninth best player in the state of Kansas coming out of high school. He was not a four-star kid, though, is what's funny. Crazy. Like, he wasn't this massive recruit we were talking to him about. He's a three-star recruit. Mm-hmm. And so, big shot put guy. Played basketball as well when he was in high school. And he's All-American now. He could have went to the draft last year. During the game, they were talking about that, too. Like, he wanted to stay. I guess his brother plays on the team, too. Mm-hmm. Which we didn't meet his brother. But and he like taught school. You guys see the package that ran on him on the football game? He's like teaching kids like yeah. in high school. Yeah. It's awesome. I love this dude. You can follow Cooper on his journey to the NFL next year on Twitter. Uh, Cooper underscore BB. Here he is, Cooper BB. Cooper, how big a boy are you? Uh, 6'3, 330. How long have you been that big? Oh, my whole life. Yeah, it's gotta be tough for your mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's 6'3. You came out like that. That's. <laughs> Dang. So, uh, what what town did you grow up in? So, I grew up in Kansas City. And in high school, were you, you know, big four-star lineman? Were you I was all... actually a two-star defensive that's, lineman. That's crazy. And that's the point I wanted to get to is that here you are now, preseason All-American, but a two-star guy. And so, a lot of people watching this may be like you in high school right now or may have kids in high school right now that haven't, they don't even know their potential yet. Like, what would you say to them watching this? Man, I tell you what, ratings ratings don't mean anything, you know. Dude, don't let ever, anybody ever tell you you can't do it. You know, if you put in the work, you know, day in, day out, you know, big things will happen. What's what's your dream? I want to play in the NFL. It's my dream. What You want to play left tackle? You want to play, oh, I want to play guard. You want to play, okay. You know, I have played tackle. It's definitely not, you know, with these with these little arms, it's not necessarily the easiest thing. Did you so. say little arms? Little I, I don't arms? see a why, – why are you on – where's your helmet on? What? You we're, never know. We're on the field, man. You, got, you want to get a flag out here. Take your helmet, taking your helmet off. Success is celebration if you take oh, it off. Exactly. So you're going to leave it on the whole interview? That's right. Okay. Uh, so when you come out those doors and this place is full of people screaming, clapping, I mean, that's got to be awesome. Yeah, this is my fifth year here, and I still get goosebumps every time. You know, you sit right there, and the garage opens, the smoke's going off. It's just an unreal experience. What's Coach like? Oh, Coach is amazing, dude. He's he's such a player's coach. Uh, you know, he's a dude. You know, you want to go? I'd go have a beer with or hang out with. He's just he's just such cool, and he he really builds the culture around here that makes this place special. What do we, the common man, not know about the offensive line? Because we see you guys, and we're like. Great, good job or bad job or nothing or, or you know, because we, we don't get the respect that you deserve. What do we not know? Uh, you know, our, our job is a lot harder than people think. You know, like you said, we're always the ones that get criticized, but, you know, nobody can, in the stands could do what we do. And, you know, we're, we're the reason, you know, we win. Whenever you get down on the line and somebody's calling out there, there, like, what are you guys looking for whenever you line up? Like, what, what are you looking at where the defensive tackles are lined up, the linebackers? What are you all yelling down there? Uh, so usually we yell like combinations. So if I'm next to center, for instance, and we're going to combo to this guy, we'll say one of our combos calls is a king. You go to this guy, so you know that you're double teaming with the dude next to you to that person. But how would I not know that you were king and me? If I was lined up against you and I heard you call king, I'd be like, he's going to king me. So 
No, defense linemen aren't that smart. Got it. <laughs> I felt that. That's the best answer I can give. Do you watch draft analysis and see where they're tossing your name around? Uh, it's hard not to see. I, I try to tune it out. You know, I know that I got to do what I got to do, and, you know, it all play out from there. Tell me about this school, how much it means to you. Oh, it means everything to me. You know, I had the chance to go pro last year, but, you know, it's just the people that truly make this place special, and, you know, that was the reason I came back. All right, thanks. Cooper BB, awesome. We'll get to coach in just a second. But now let's talk about the NFL season. It's going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score 200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code BOBBYSPORTS. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's the code BOBBYSPORTS. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling, 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sports.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. We're going to go over to our interview with Coach Kleiman. I love this dude. I liked hanging out with him, but then when I watched him coach, and I know they lost the last game that we watched, it didn't matter. I was like, I want to play for this guy. Yeah. It was like fourth and four from their own 29. He's like, we got to make a move. They got one, didn't get another one, but he trusted his defense to just give up three. He was doing, it was awesome. I was like, I want to play for this dude. Like, if I was an offensive guy, I'd want to play for this dude. Yeah, yeah. but you're, you're too old. You can't play for him anymore. Sometimes a Disney movie comes out about somebody who's older <laughs> who goes back and makes a difference. Just mm-hmm. saying, man. You keep tricking yourself there. They won the Big 12 last year. Yeah. And I say that to him. Like, I feel like you guys just didn't get the respect you deserve because, one, TCU ends up going to the championship game. And that, okay. And maybe if they win the game, they're like, oh, they didn't win the conference. But they get beat 100 to nothing, so people aren't even looking at what happened in the Big 12. Yeah. yeah. But they won the Big 12 last year. 
So coach made his name at North Dakota State. He won four national championships in five years, which is wild. He was a part of seven total. He led the Wildcats to a Big 12 championship last year for the first time since 2012. Follow him on Twitter at Coach KLI. He's awesome. Here he and, is. And it's his birthday. And it's but, his birthday. But he thinks we don't know. Then. <laughs> Get in the time machine. Right. It's his birthday when we're doing this interview. Here he is, Coach Kleiman. Coach, when you take over a program, because you've been here a few years, regardless of the program, but especially somewhere like Kansas State, there are many things that the alumni and that the local folks are proud of, hand signals, if it's a woo pig or if it's a cat. How quickly do you have to learn to do the hand signal exactly right? Like day one? Day or, one. Are you scared to do it though immediately because you don't want to like do it slightly wrong? Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to. Um, but no, day one, they expect you to know it all. And, you know, from EMA to the hand signal to the Wabash Cannonball, everything you got to know. What's the Wabash Cannonball? It's a uh, one of our, Is it a song? Yeah, it's our uh, song. Well, I, I don't know the, the song. Yeah. No, that's the Macarena. <laughs> oh, okay. You're thinking <laughs> that's the Macarena. What I was thinking yeah, about. yeah. I would just be nervous because there are times when I meet people and I don't get, didn't get their name exactly right. And if I have to go on TV or something and say their name, I'm like, I don't want to yeah. have to. Because if I'm wrong, everybody's going to know I'm a little bit wrong. I mean, there's pressure. I was, I was looking at a lot of pictures of you holding the hand sign. Do they, <laughs> is, that, is that on a plane? Are they teaching you stuff on the flight over when you get the job? Absolutely. That's why I had Kenny Lanou on the flight, you know, our, our media relations guy. He was showing me how to do everything. And, and uh, but no, I mean, it is such a whirlwind tour um, uh, when you first get hired. And, and I was in the middle of another season with another team and we were trying to win a national championship. So uh, you'd ask my wife, she still doesn't remember that <laughs> 60 days we had of, of kind of the courtship. Whenever I get a treadmill or any sort of like exercise machine, I, I work on it for I don't know, a month or so, and then it just turns into basically a clothes hanger where I just end up throwing <laughs> yeah. clothes. Now, I noticed right by your desk, yeah. there's a piece of cardio equipment. Yeah. How often do you actually use it, or is it more of just a discussion point now? Did you not know what the cardio equipment is? No, I don't. It's an elliptical. Okay, yeah, but oh, I mean, yeah. how often yeah. do you get on it, though, actually? Uh, twice a week. You still use it? Yeah, I still use it. No, I don't hang any clothes on there. <laughs> I truly use it twice a week. Uh, you can see we've got some big screens around here, so my... my uh, Videos up there, so then uh, put the video on, watch some some of the games, watch some cut ups, watch a lot of the different plays that we're trying to watch, and I can uh, got to get a little extra. Oh, so you hard during the season. Oh, that was like Richard Simmons or something. He's like he puts his video up there, <laughs> yeah, watches <laughs> sweat into the oldies. Well, I would love it if it were that, but no, this is actually work. The hard thing is I have my phone with me, and then I'm trying to type in notes and I'm mm. sweaty, and and um, but I get it done. If I'm thinking of throughout the week, and I'm touring now doing stand-up and but if i think of a joke concept i write it on my phone immediately mm. sometimes i go back to it and sometimes i can remember what the idea was sometimes i can't as a football coach do you do the same with concepts or plays or schemes where it's like i have not seen this yet let me jot it down or maybe we should do it and then you go back to it and revisit it in your phone and sometimes you don't even know what you wrote down uh for me it's more leadership thoughts motivating thoughts i'll get up in the middle of the night because i never sleep very well during the season and my wife will look what are you doing and she'll know that i'm typing something that i just thought of uh at 2 a.m to say uh something we can do maybe after a big win how do we get them responding back maybe after a loss maybe after a bad practice whatever it may be i'm always my mind never shuts off during the football season um but there are times i'll go back in and i'll say Gosh, when did I do that? And lucky it'll say like 335. I'm like, boy, I don't even remember getting up. Who are some of your 
leadership role models, either that you've worked for with or that you just read about that you never knew? Um, you know, I've been fortunate because I've got a guy named Ben Newman that's one of the the, uh, the world-renowned speakers in the, in the country, uh, sports performance coach. And he's put me on like Ed Milet and he's put me on John Gordon and some of those guys that I just, I love reading motivational books. I love reading leadership books. Um, but then, you know, I'm going to read a book on, on, uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, I'm just how those guys, what they did to tick, you know, Michael Jordan, all the great ones of, of how they were motivated and, and what kind of drove them. I feel like for any success that either me or my friends, peers have had, Look, we all have a screw loose, but it's the right screw and it's just the right amount of loose. And there's, you only have that, that little amount to still be somewhat sane. I'm only somewhat sane because it's like, I don't sleep well. This is know, true, I coach. can't stop yeah. thinking. I can't stop imagining my, you know, my wife and I always, you know, time management, something's always happening. Do you feel like you got a screw because you're very successful? Do you feel like you have kind of a screw loose, but it's the right screw? Yeah, you have to. Um, I, I don't know what screw that is. It's loose. My wife would tell you for sure, but you absolutely have to, um, to do what, what, what we do to do what you do. I mean, it's nonstop. Um, you know, it's seven days a week right now. You know, you, you get in the office by five forty-five, and you're leaving at nine 30 quarter to 10 and, and your mind's still on when you go home. Um, you visit with your wife a little bit, you go to bed, you wake up and it's just repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So you have to have a little bit of a screw loose, but it's crazy because I never have felt like, and I've been doing this for over 30 years that I've ever had a job. I assume you probably think the same thing that you don't really feel like you have a job. I don't until I see the revenue that I bring in and then I realize I need to be paid more. <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of how I'm like, this is so fun. Let me see the revenue. Oh, okay. This is a job. I forgot. Yes, I agree. I agree. And my stepdad worked at sawmill, right? And I got to see yep. him go to work and hate his job every single yep. day. And I had jobs that I hated every day in doing what I do in the morning or touring or this. But, and it's also like when I speak to people, I'm like, if you find something that you love to do, it's not just about having fun, but you'll actually want to be better at it. Yep. And when you want to be better at something, like you you strive, you you achieve, and it's it's a cycle. You love it, you get better at it, you're, you have success, and it continues. So I've found that for me to be successful, but I agree, this isn't a real job. Yeah, uh, and for us in coaching, we utilize each other so much. Even when you you play against somebody, you know them, you talk to them in the off season, uh, some guys you're really close to, in season that you talk to and you and you you spitball ideas and you, and you throw things around and um, everybody knows everybody in our profession probably the same as yours uh, you know I've got a bunch of staff members that have been in the business for uh, thirty plus years and and oh, hey we played this team this week oh yeah I know the running back coach I know the linebacker coach I'll give them a call and see if we can get some um, some tips or some hand signals or or whatever or what was the environment like. When we went to that stadium, and how loud was it? How loud do you have to have the noise at practice to try to replicate those things? It, it's just never ending. It's nonstop, but that's what makes it so much fun. What is your wife's favorite month? Oh, boy. I would say probably July just because that's when we get a little bit of a break. Her birthday's in August, and I haven't celebrated a birthday because we're in the middle of fall camp. <laughs> Uh, her our entire time together, but she knew what she was getting into. She married me when I was a graduate assistant, uh, making about eight hundred dollars a month. So she knew exactly what she was getting into, and I told her like, "Your birthday's in August. That's a bad, bad month." And so now she just <laughs> she says, changed it. It's yeah. now in, it's yeah. now in December. Yeah. Yes, she just says, "No, I'm I'm out of town now." So now she goes out of town every 
August and, and gets away for her birthday. And I sit out of practice and I'm like, well, she's in good hands. She's well, doing all right. It's your birthday today, coach. You think we didn't Happy know birthday, that? Coach. Happy birthday, coach. Come on. So <laughs> We knew. So what do you, you're up here with these these knuckleheads, and I mean us, uh, on your birthday. <laughs> and it's off week. You could be doing it. whatever. Like, what do you usually do on your birthday? Well, it's, I was thinking back of this and I may have to have uh, Ryan or Kenny look this up. This is the first time that I can remember my birthday week landing on an open week. So usually it's get the text, talk to my mother, uh, those things, and just go right back to work. Um, I've got a radio show tonight that I've got to do from 7 to 8. And uh, then my wife and daughter who's uh, in town might uh, uh, grab a bite to eat or something. But uh, usually it's right in the middle of game week, and, and you never know. I hate it when it's on game day. Um, but uh, this is the middle of game week or, or an open week, so it's a lot better. Have you ever lost really bad on your birthday? Absolutely. Oof. Oof, that's not, not, not a good yeah. present. No, yeah. no, no. No, that's, that's, then you don't even want, you maybe even not, make, yeah. maybe not on the birthday, but like it comes on a Sunday and you lost on a Saturday and you don't even want to take any of the calls or text and you don't want to respond back, but uh, maybe it takes a few days and, and you do, but we've been fortunate. We've won more than we've lost, so that, that has made it a lot easier. Coach, one of the games I hate is when you guys play TCU because there's just all purple on the field. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, gosh, who's going? Oh, yes, Kansas scored. No, that was TCU. Is it ever like how? Well, first question, when you go into the game, who decides like, all right, we're wearing the darks. We're wearing these helmets. We're wearing that because you got to coordinate, especially with yeah. a team like that's got purple, purple. Yeah. Home team gets the selection. Um, but last year in the uh, Big 12 championship game, which was at AT&T Stadium, it was a sea of purple. That's all people saw. And if it weren't for the fact that I knew where our bench was and the fans we had behind <laughs> our bench, but you looked across their bench and you saw the fans like, well, this place is packed with purple. It was uh, it was definitely a sea of purple, but uh, uh, I would say it was probably 50-50 there. Maybe we had a little bit more, even though it was in, in uh, Fort Worth. All I remember is texting Eddie because I'm colorblind to dark colors. Yeah. Like everything over like a five on the darkness scale looks the same. And I was like, dude, I don't know what's what. Now to give him the updates. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I, I'm what? What's that's the border of the numbers because <laughs> yeah. I can't really tell the difference. Yeah, there, there's some. We played a game um, a number of years ago, and the team had um, black jerseys and navy numbers, and we were trying. Who's in the game? What number? We're like, we couldn't tell. Yeah. They've now made a rule against that. You can't have contrasting colors uh, on the the numbers to the jersey because you could not tell what numbers were in the game. And it's that's a nightmare for us as coaches to see how many running backs are in the game, how many wide receivers are in the game. And you can't even tell the numbers. And that's strategy on their part, though, right? I mean, oh, really. sure it is. Yeah. yeah. That's some crap I do. Game, <laughs> games yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd have to like peel off numbers. We'd switch numbers <laughs> during the game. I'd do all kind of crazy stuff. Uh, I was looking at uh, since you joined as head coach here at Kansas State. I was looking at a lot of the head coaching records just in, the, in those few years. There's just so much progress that's been here at Kansas State since the moment that you took over, like actual, tangible progress. And I think it's one of the, I won't say underappreciated, but you guys won the freaking Big 12 last year. And I feel like people didn't really hold you guys up as high as, yeah. as and I think TCU, they, they, them not having a good showing um, in the championship game just took some headlines because everybody was yep. like, but I, th I feel like you guys did not get the credit you deserved last year or didn't get held on the pedestal as high as you probably should have. 
Um, probably accurate. Uh, I think there's a lot of disrespect uh, for Kansas State. It doesn't matter if it's football, basketball, baseball, whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, that, that's probably the chip on our shoulder, too, that um, you've got to earn that respect every day. And uh, our guys would be the first ones to tell you that uh, they probably like the underdog status and they like that uh, um, being, you know, being the hunted uh perspective and and so um you know we we talk about it but in the same respect come every saturday you got to perform anyway and um we've had some really good things happen we've had some tough tough losses here too but last year probably uh validated a lot of the things that that we wanted to get done when we came here in 2019 the pandemic year was a disaster for us like it was everywhere else and uh or a lot of people probably had better success than we did but we i remember in the pandemic year um, we would do our COVID testing on Friday morning, and then the trainers would come up and say, okay, these five people have COVID. Well, those are two starting guards. Oh, those man. are two starting linebackers. Oh, and by the way, they're close contact guys or your starting defensive end, and you're like, all right, jump on the bus. Let's see who can play. Let's go. And that was that was miserable. So everything that we've done um, helps tarnish or magnify what that was so crappy in, in 2020. But uh, – for us to get that Big 12 championship last year kind of validated everything that we wanted to get done here when we came here in 2019. It's just such a big deal. It's Power 5 Conference. You win the championship. Yeah, we still have to hear about – and you don't need to comment on this – about t- stupid Texas. <laughs> who? Yeah, exactly. Don't know who they are. So it's like, who cares <laughs> yeah, about Texas? Right. Well, I mean, uh, you don't comment on that, Coach. That's just us no, over here We're just talking about it. We still play them this year. Yeah, you said nothing about that. That's just us doing our, our comments here. What do your players know you for? Oh, boy. Um well, you get a chance to be with Cooper Beebe today, so he'll probably tell you a little bit. Hopefully that uh, I'm a player's coach. Um, I, I value their opinion. We have a leadership council that I want their uh, opinion on things. Uh, I want their voice. I think that's a big thing right now in college athletics is, um, you know, you don't want to be a dictator. You, you need to have those guys have a voice and um, take ownership in the program. And that's why I think we were successful last year is – you know, we gave them a lot of things and then gave them the keys and said, you guys got to hold each other accountable to the standard that you guys expect. You know what we expect. But when your peer can hold you accountable to that same standard of what you do on the field, what you do off the field, uh, how you prepare yourself. Uh, and our guys have that right now. And our locker room has really good culture right now. And I, I a firm believer that when you give the guys uh, that ownership, uh, and let them run the team and let them run that locker room. It gets better and better. Coach, I'm a huge Cowboys fan, so let's talk about Deuce Vaughn oh, for a boy. second. Isn't that fun one to talk about now? I mean, Deuce was awesome for you guys. And then when he gets drafted by the Cowboys, super special, of course, the whole yep. bad connection. Uh, but he's sitting at the third running back spot. He's super fast. Yep. He's not that big of a guy, but w- what can you say about him as a person? And two, uh, would you ever call Jerry and be like, hey, you've got to move him move up. Him up. This dude, him up, Jones. This dude yeah, is what, what you need. Uh, well, we would have played him all the time. you know. Uh, and it's funny because Deuce and his mother sat right where, where you're sitting uh, when he was a, a senior in high school. 
big infectious smile. And I said, you're going to be a dynamite running back for Kansas State. And you're not too small to play. Uh, and, and we're going to build our program around you. And we're going to build our offense around you. And he was he lit up and he said, I'm coming to K-State. And that's what we did. And that's what he did for us. So there's a role for him. And I don't know if it's been defined yet. I don't ever get a chance to watch NFL football. Sundays are, are our busiest days. Um, I'll get a highlight. Somebody will send me, like Julius Brents had a who played for us last year, had a strip and a, and, a, and created a turnover last week. I, I don't get a chance to watch enough, but uh, um, if you need me to call Jerry, find his. You guys can get his number a lot easier than, than I could. Um, we'll give him a call and see if we can get him on the field a little bit more. You define yourself as a players coach. Have you always been a players coach, or is that something that you've transitioned to more of no. as as you've been, uh, you know, had just had more head coaching experience? Yeah, no, it's it's um, what I've always tried to be. Um, I, I look at it as I was really fortunate to get a head job at North Dakota State. Um, we won some games there. Uh, I was the D-back coach. I was the defensive coordinator, and I always had a really good relationship with the guys, and I always um, wanted to be a part of the guys' lives, not just uh, on the field, but more importantly off the field, see how they're doing, talk about their families. And then when I got elevated to, to head coach, I just said, I'm not going to change. And I remember one of our players um, that had we had at North Dakota State, um, uh, I, I wore a suit for, for, a, for the first game uh, in the morning, and it was my first game, and I'll never forget it. And the kid came up to me and said, you don't have to do this. <laughs> go put your sweats on or go put your, your polo on, and we're going to be just great. And I looked at him, and I was like, oh, thank God he said that because I felt so uncomfortable. Uh, and so uh, I, I went back to just wearing my polo and my and my khakis or, or sweats on that day and, or the next game. And, and uh, uh, I, I just I want to be a part of those guys' lives. And, and the only way you can be is by being around them as much as you can, uh, by finding out as much as you can, by joking with them as much as you can, by um, just being one of the guys. And that's what assistants typically are. And us head coaches oftentimes have to become CEOs and all that other stuff, which you still have to do. Um, but you still have to break away and get in in the locker room and the training room and, and weight room and just you know dig your heels in and, and uh, get to know them. Let's talk schematically, especially defensively. In the NFL, you're seeing Miami. You know They don't have a lot of big guys. They got a lot of fast guys. We're talking about Deuce yeah. Vaughn. They got a lot of guys that get in open space and then run. If it's yeah. you know, Mostert, if it's uh, Tyreek, if it's Waddle. But then now the defenses are having to change too. And we, and we saw the Patriots have to play like four or five safeties at one yep. time to try to keep speed up. What changes are you seeing in the Big 12 or just in college football in general? Are you seeing a, just speed winning more at times, like in the linebacker and defensive backs more than it ever has? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, you don't run the the old I formation quarterback under center uh, very often at, at all. The other thing that's that is taking over college football that's going to take over the NFL pretty soon is no huddle, not giving a team a chance to substitute so that we're going to put our fastest guys out there and, and you better be able to match those guys. And sometimes in the past, people would just match those guys on third down. Now you got to match them on first down. You got to match them on second down. And it's a, it's a skill level of find a, trying to find safeties that are fast enough or linebackers that are fast enough. But you also have these tight ends that are six foot seven, 270 pounds that can run four or five that you can't put a corner on because they're just going to wall them out and box them out. And, uh, you know, I look at the Travis Kelsey from, from the chiefs 
who can cover him. Well, you, you know, you can put a linebacker on him, but he's faster. You can put a safety or a corner, but he's bigger. Uh, and that's what everybody's trying to recruit is, is the, the hybrid defensive players that are fast enough um, to be able to stuff the run, but athletic enough to be able to cover great tight ends and wideouts. Does it end up pendulumming, though, where – you get so many hybrids on defense that are having to stop all of these offensive playmakers that all of a sudden you're rotating coverage. You got some yep. guys. Well, now all of a sudden everybody's trying to stop the wide open pass game. So you got somebody who's like, let's just run it right back down their throats. Yep. And then it, it slow. Is it just a nonstop pendulum? All it the time? is. It is a nonstop pendulum. Um, the one thing that will never change is you better have a quarterback. That's the thing that'll never change, whether or not that quarterback is a dual threat guy uh, like a Lamar Jackson that can beat you with his arm, beat you with his legs, or a guy that, uh, you know, like Tom Brady was, that's just going to, you know, precision just carve you up. You still have to have that quarterback. And, and uh, that's the first thing that, that we're looking for in recruiting is every class. Can we find that quarterback as well as when we're, when we're scouting teams and stuff is um, – How's a quarter? Because you can, like you said, you can put everybody in charge of pass, but if that kid's just going to run the ball on you as a quarterback, you're in trouble. And so, um, yeah, it's it's a pendulum that's that it's offensively as well as defensively, it's ever changing. How hard would it be to install a wishbone in one week and just surprise the crap out of a team? It would be really, really hard. Really, I, I, I believe it would be. But like student body left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. think it'd be easier, Buzz? Yeah. Well, I thought it would, I think this whole thing would be pretty easy. Oh, <laughs> be, yeah. We're out of school. Yeah. You know what, though? But that's not what anybody wants to see. Then, then you know, if if the Cowboys did that, if you said, let's let Cowboys do it, then the NFL is going to be mad because then they're not throwing the ball enough. And one that's game, what, though. Like yeah, a big game. game. Like yeah. you, you, yeah. We're running wishbone. We're running a triple option. You know, Well, that's the thing that uh, – Leather helmets. You go all in, Coach. Oh, wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Well, when we were at North Dakota State, we had to play Georgia Southern. And they were all triple option. And then my first year here, uh, we're so excited. We get to go to a bowl game and we get announced and we get to play Navy. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a lot of fun, you know, uh, of having to defend triple option and your defensive line getting cut on every play and like, hey, we're playing Navy. And the guy's like, hey, great. <laughs> yeah. So you got to be unbelievably disciplined and know you're going to get cut all the time. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it's really hard to defend and, and, probably equally as hard you know the one rule that changed in in college athletics a couple college football a couple years ago is the cut block you can't cut people down on the perimeter anymore like you used to um five years ago three years ago and that's where some of those wishbone teams are probably having a harder time even the wide receivers used to cut people hard yeah which they can't do anymore but they would even even wide out run yeah just and it it just a, a, a tendon tear exactly you hit it wrong Yep. Barely one time. Yeah. Those cut blocks. That's kind of how Aaron Rodgers ended up tearing his yep. Achilles too. Yep. Was, yeah. You know. Yeah. And and that's the thing that's so hard right now with, you know, college athletics or college football has changed. We've gotten better on the targeting, right? I mean, we've used to get targeting and then you, the kid would have the walk of shame because they'd throw him out and you'd have to walk him off, send a support staff member. Now they at least can stay on the sideline. But, you know, We've taken some of that, but now we're having more lower body injuries because I can't go high on you across the middle, so I go low on you, and 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 you see some ugly injuries because of it. And um, you know, there's that happy medium of hit him between the knees and the chest, and, and there's not going to be any penalty. But 
you know, everybody talks about that, but that's a split second decision, whether or not uh, that guy's coming at me. And if it's a kid that's 6'5", 250 pounds, do you really want to go high on that guy? No, the answer is no, in case you're wondering. <laughs> no, was, it's I, no. Know, I, I wouldn't I think you would. No. Uh, our final five questions. I'm going to start with this one. The, the, the rule of a wide open, fast offense. You know how to stop them? Act hurt. Just grab your hamstring, get a cramp. <laughs> we Something's got to change as far as if you get hurt, you grab something, you cramp. Like that's a the rest of the series, you're out. What would you suggest to the rules committee? Um, it's gotten better already. It's gotten a ton better, um, but probably just the rest of the series. You know, if a guy comes out, if it's you know, it's usually when it's 104 degrees and you're out there for that tenth play that you could potentially have it happen. But then it probably should just be the the series. You don't know if it's one more play or, or eight more plays. But I mean, you know when they're lying. You know when they're lying. Oh, absolutely. Like they're t- yeah, I think yeah. everybody everybody does. It, it's bad when there's two guys down on the same play. That, they forget who told who. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I said I would that do it. Man. No, <laughs> Coach, I remember watching Friday Night Lights or something, and um, and there was the part where um, there, uh, oh, it, it, it's he's somebody gets hurt, and he and the coach is like, get in the room, shoot it up. You're coming back out. It's like almost like no choice. When someone does get hurt, do you say, like, are you hurt? Or like, what do you tell me? Oh, you're you hurt, hurt or you're injured? You're injured. Yeah. I mean, this is when we work out. That's what he tells me. Are you that kind of like, are you hurt or you're injured? Or are you just like, you decide on your own seat? No, you're- it's a different world now. <laughs> I just go to the trainers and they say, he's out. He, we're checking on him. We're getting something. We're retaping him. Uh, we're going in for an x-ray. We'll come back, let you know. And now I just let them tell me, is he going to be back or not? Yep, he'll be back, coach. You got three more plays and get him ready. And and uh, or nope, sorry, coach, he's out. Oh come on, he's not. No, you just listen <laughs> to what the trainers tell you and move on. So that's become which it should be. We should be out of the conversation on that whether or not a kid's healthy or not to play. Do you still take their helmet so they can't go oh, back yeah. in the game? Yeah. You ever had anyone hurt? Grab their helmet and go back in the game mm-hmm. and sneak on. No, I wouldn't. No, I mean, that's they, they, they hide it. They'd have to yeah. grab somebody else's helmet. I'd grab a whole new uniform. They, I'd go in, put a whole new uniform on, come out with a different number. <laughs> Get a different number for different sure. Number You're for into sure. changing your number. Yeah, man, I'd come out with number 77. He's and big on that. you are like, who is this Robbie Jones guy? Man, he's good. <laughs> I don't know, but if I saw you in 77 playing O-line, I'd feel pretty good about our chances. And you should, Coach, and you should. Uh, what's, what's the ceiling here? Oh, boy. Uh, compete for championships. Uh, and um, – so we we feel like if we continue to recruit the way we we have been and continue to get the right guys and continue to have the guys buy in and develop, is compete for championships. Um, nobody knows. I mean, the landscape of college football keeps changing with conference realignment and people joining. And now, uh, beginning next year, there's going to be 12 teams in the playoff. And and so, um, if you get into that tournament, because I used to be a part of tournament play in in the FCS, if you get in that tournament, anything can happen. That's so exciting to me. I And the argument often was, well, you want to keep the value of each game in college football. But we also love the NFL. And there's value to each yeah. game. But also the playoffs are freaking awesome. Yeah. And I, I there has to be more value to every game. But if a, if a team slips up or slips up twice, they ought to still have an opportunity. And that's unfortunate right now because if a, if a blue blood loses a game, they're wanting to jump off that team and that team's done. It takes a while for teams to peak, especially right now because of the of the transfer portal. Teams, uh, players changing teams, people having new rosters every year, essentially, or new players. That sometimes it takes you half a season, and, and the best teams at the end of the season are what you're trying to get. Coach, very stressful job you have. How do you uh, get your mind off football? You have a boat. You got jet skis. 
I go play golf. Give a um, which we should have went and played golf. We should have. Um, we should have. Yeah, we did. Now you tell us that because <laughs> all you had to do is mention maybe and we'd have come last we night. We would have brought our yeah. Yeah. And since it's an open week, we probably could have figured it out. Oh, uh, my gosh. But if it weren't an open week. So, no, that's what I do. I, I, I try to go play golf, get my mind off it, and uh, got a couple of great golf courses around here that we go out and play. Uh, if not, sit in the back, uh, cook out, jump in the pool. Um, just try to try to get away from it as best you can. Do you ever throw your clubs on the team plane and try to get there a day early and squeeze around in? <laughs> no, I don't think that would okay. probably work. <laughs> they <laughs> probably wonder, oh, sure, you're a player's coach. Now you're just going out. Can we right. go too? <laughs> there are right, a lot of players that want to go with me. Last question. Uh, you talk about the importance of having a quarterback in every class, at least attempting yep. to do that. So let's say that you sign a four- or five-star quarterback last year and now you're trying to recruit me i'm another four or five star guy yep. but i mean there's a there's this guy no one year ahead of me how in the world do you get me to come here when you got a guy in front of me um a lot of those four and five stars think they're going to beat everybody out so that's one positive thing is is no i can beat that guy out um the second thing is they they know they they see how the evolution of football is somebody may leave um also you know, people get hurt. You know, every year that I've been here, other than our first, our quarterback has has missed a little bit of time. So there's always that opportunity. And, you know, if you're still selling the fact that we had uh, – in North Dakota State, we had um, uh, Brock Jensen, who was the all-time winningest quarterback in, in FCS at one time, and we brought Carson Wentz in. Carson sat for a couple of years, and then Carson won a couple championships, and then we had Easton Stick come in. And Easton Stick ended up being the all-time winningest quarterback in FCS football. And behind him was Trey Lance who we brought in. So we brought in uh, the next guy every time that they knew that their opportunity would come. And when they had that opportunity with the type of offense we run, and same thing here with the type of offense that, that we run, when I get my shot and I make the most of it, it's going to give me that opportunity to play at the next level. Coach, thanks for the time. Absolutely. Thanks for coming to I Manhattan, mean, Kansas. You, this this feels like where I come from. I think that's why I root for Kansas State. And and like my parallel universe of Kansas State, because I'm from, I'm from Arkansas. It's what we had. It's all we yep. had was, was University of Arkansas. And like we hated Texas. I mentioned that earlier. I still hate Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard that. And it's like now I hate Kansas too. I'll be honest with you, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> and so it makes me love you even more. You well, know, you got to come things. back for a game. Yeah, I hear you. We, we beat the crap out of Kansas basketball last year. But, like, their fans are just, like, nasty. You know? <laughs> you don't have to say anything. I'll say it. <laughs> You're We're just talking again. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just me talking over talk. here. But it's like my love I, – I enjoy what you're doing with the program, and then I understand how the fans of this program feel. But then it's the parallels of – I just can't take Kansas, man. That's it, Coach. Okay, well, we appreciate you guys. Yeah, coming. all right. Yeah, there we go. And, and love to have you come <laughs> thanks, back coach. for a game, man. You, we'll get you a spot. All right, Thank thanks, you, coach. coach. Happy birthday, too. Happy go to birthday. Chili's on us, yes. all right? Yeah, we got your dinner tonight. invoice us the Chili's. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you, you awesome. Pay yeah. for it, but invoice us. It may take a little while for our, sure. our department to get we'll the counting. We'll reimburse you. But okay. something will happen, surely. Okay, thanks. You don't want to just leave me a credit card? <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs>
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Forget those Sunday night blues for a second with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Cowboys minus two at the Chargers, Eddie. Yeah, I mean, they're going to cover. They're going to win that game. Of course. Kevin? Chargers. What? It's yeah. just piss you off. Yep. It, no, but, because he hates it that you enjoy his team losing. Yep. I, I'm going to give you the speech I gave my kids. It's the NFL. You have no idea what you're talking about. We tra- always. Then why not then give why? that speech to yourself? Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? If you're going to tell somebody else they have no idea what they're talking about, you should say it to yourself. Well, no, it's just my kids always base it on their last week performance. It's like, look, that's that's the way. Look, they look like ter- They look terrible last week. This week they're going to come back and look like, oh my gosh, they're great again. And then we're going to be like, well, where are the Cowboys? I don't know who they are. Are they the Cowboys that play the the, the 49ers? Or are they the Cowboys that play the Chargers? Who knows? They're going to kill the Chargers. They're going to be back to where they were. But you just said nobody knows anything, <laughs> including yourself. Well, yeah, that's true. But what I'm saying is just go the opposite of what you think. Yeah, I think the Cowboys cover. Uh, Seahawks and Bengals. <laughs> <After> all that. <laughs> Bengals minus three. Is Joe Burrow healthy? Nah. My, my sources say no. Who's your source? I can't tell you. You have a source for I real? do, yeah. It's not your wife? I can't tell you. Okay. But my source says he's not fully healthy yet, even though they took him off the practice the injury report. But I still take... I'm taking Seattle. Mostly because I bought them in that league. I need them to win. I can't speak anything bad <laughs> of their existence. Uh, Ravens minus three at the Titans. They both went to London at different times, which is interesting. The Ravens went for a whole week, and I think the Titans just land and get off the plane and go play. Oh, yeah. Like, all right, we're here, guys. Get your pads. Let's go. We got no sightseeing. Be on 30 minutes. That no sounds like Vrabel for sure. No, yeah. They'll wait until the last minute. Uh, Ravens minus three and a half in London. Go, Eddie. I'm going to go Titans. The Ravens have been looking weird lately. I'm, I'm yeah, going. They, they're dropping balls like crazy. Yep, not yeah. finishing games, doing, doing weird stuff. Crazy. Ravens. I'm going to go Titans. Guy on them. I, I'm biased. Oh, you own them? Only? Yeah, I have six Partial teams ownership? in my league. Mm. Oh, oh that, that league. I thought you yeah. really owned the team. Uh, Commanders of Falcons. Falcons minus two and a half. Falcons. Bijan's awesome. Let's go. Commanders. I go Commanders too. Commanders yeah. are kind of salty. And I think too, we're going to start seeing teams eat themselves on purpose, but not on purpose. Like Minnesota. I, there's no way Justin Jefferson comes back if they're trying to get that number one pick and they're going to yeah. trade Kirk Cousins. Like if they're going to commit, commit. Because Kirk Cousins, it doesn't. Uh, most of his money this last year, he's got like ten million. So you pay him, but most of that money on his contract is already bonus money that he's got. So he's been paid. So it's it's a rental. It's a pretty cheap rental. If you get Kirk Cousins, I would trade him. I would not bring Justin Jefferson back. I'd lose every freaking game. Get it on like Caleb Williams. Patriots got that. Don't worry. Well, they don't have to change anything. They just keep going as is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't play, have to they sit They play anyone. hard and they'll lose. Is Mac Brown throwing with the right arm? Or, sorry, Mac Jones throwing with the right arm? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Jeez. Uh, Niners and Browns. Niners four and a half. Minus four and a half. Niners. The, the easy pick is 
San Francisco, but they had a big win. And they're saying that Deshaun may not even play. So I He mean, didn't play last week. Yeah, so here we go. Let's go Niners again. That's why those games, I would stay away from this one. Really? Oh, because it of what I told so my kids? It seems so easy. Yeah. You never know, guys. It's, no, not because of what you told your kids. What do you mean? You never know. You never know. It seems so easy. These games, it seems like they're just guaranteed slam dunks. Usually in the That's NFL, aren't. Yeah. Well, I thought about that, too. Like, when, last week when the Cowboys played the Niners, everyone picked the Niners. You know, like all the pregame commentators, whatever. Niners, Niners, Niners. And then Maria Taylor goes, well, I got to go with the Cowboys because every time we pick one team, they always end up being the one that loses. That's not the case. Like, that wasn't the case on Sunday. That's not. Niners are going to win this one for sure. But will they cover? Yes. They'll kill. I think they beat them by 14. Is that your, more. Is that your guarantee? Yes. You're, you're going to put it in your broken promise? Yes. It is. All right. Commit Eddie to the broken promises jar. He's got the Niners minus four and a half. That is my pick. Kevin, who's your promise? That's what I was going to go with. Really? Yeah. Go with the, you can go do, with the same one. It. Let's double up on it. Uh, uh. Okay. Not the pause here. The only thing is, it's up to seven now, I think. Yeah, seven. So we have. It's now up to seven. Yeah, because ago? Deshaun is iffy, oh, really? 50 50. We print, I printed my sheet out as a four and a half. Yeah, so that's why I was like, I don't. Oh, I, Eddie. I did just say seven, though, right? Yeah. Okay, I said seven. Okay, cool. So let's you go still want them at seven? Absolutely. I'm going to go with you, too. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to throw my sheet away and move on. Because <laughs> I, I printed this off like two hours ago. It's so outdated. Yeah. Uh, okay, and you, that's yours, Kevin? Yeah. Reed, do you have a promise this week? Yeah, I'm going to go Commanders after what y'all just said. Because I was going to go 49ers, but now I'm going to go Commanders. Bro, triple up. Mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Mm. Triple up. Mm, Ke- Kevin, you mm. don't feel good about Patriots? No. Reed, why are you uh, asking okay. questions? Have you watched them? Um, wait, who you have Washington? Reed's walking in the yeah. pool timid. <laughs> Washington what? Sometimes if it's cold, Washington. you don't want to get your thing wet because it's like, ugh, you <laughs> wait in slow. Just jump in. Yeah. Don't be timid. Yeah, I'll go commanders plus two and a half. Okay. I like that bet, though. And finally, mine is... I already bet mine, so let me pull it up. And then we'll get Lunchbox here. Mine is Duke... What's it at now? I bet it at Duke. What does your paper say? Minus, well, Duke minus two is what I bet it at, but I want to grab the, If it's better, I want to take that now. You, pull, you looking at it? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Duke over North Carolina State. Three now. Uh, I'll take the two and a half one, half on my thing here. That's good. I'm going to take the best option of this. <laughs> All right, so I have Duke minus two and a half. Okay. All right, very good. So, Reed, you got yours? Yeah. How much, how much money's in the pot? We still have only our, our money. They, you guys these these two money? haven't paid I anything. Need to get cash. Yeah. Can I put IOUs in You know there? what? Every show that you don't pay for oh, now on, oh, yeah. it'll, oh, be a, shoot. it'll be $5 interest. Okay. I got it. So you have it until the next show, but it'll be $5 I'll go, interest. I'll go to the gas station right now. Yep. You leave during the show. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> All right. We're going to bring Lunchbox in and talk about Kansas for a second. He's wearing his Kansas hoodie. Kansas, one of these. We were talking about the Entitled Bowl. Yeah, definitely Entitled. Kansas basketball, for sure. Entitled. It's not a shot towards you. I want to be Entitled. I want to be Alabama. I want to be USC. I want to be teams that want to fire their coach if they don't have a Final Four season. I want to be teams that seem like jerks because they win all the time, and it gets annoying. But we're not. Kansas is that team. Do they really feel like jerks? I yes. mean, they feel- Yeah, when we yes. beat you guys in NCAA tournament in Iowa this last year, the Kansas crew was not nice. They were mean. Well, yeah, I mean, we were sad and depressed, but I mean... I don't know if we're entitled. I, I feel like you're entitled to win basketball games. You feel like Kansas plays, they should win. You feel like Kansas should win the Big 12, right? Yeah. Like, easy. If you, if you show up and you do what you normally do, you should win or something's wrong. I mean, I would say that we have the best coach in the Big 12, and it's impressive what he's done. 
even when we have teams that aren't very good, he finds a way to win the Big 12, which is incredible. So do you expect to win the Big 12? Yes. Every year? Yes. Yeah. There's some years that I'm like, there's no way. They're, they're not good enough. And then they do it. And I'm like, holy crap. And do you feel like people should just respect you regardless because you're Kansas? Yeah. yeah. You, so you're entitled. Yeah, you're entitled, yeah. But it's okay. I want to be entitled as a sports program. That's why I hate Texas. Because they win. It sucks. Texas wins what? Generally the, at sports. They're usually number one in the old all sports is together. Them, well, Stanford they, or diving and swimming. Well, no one cares. Regardless, Texas baseball championships. Yeah, they have good basketball baseball. teams. They're just always relevant. Always. And even if they're not, they still are. Because they're people are angry at them for not being relevant. Mm-hmm. So Texas, I hate Texas because of that. Always have hated Texas. Tennessee, that's been a big part. Alabama, mm-hmm. Georgia. I hate everybody that wins. So Kansas is one of those schools that we hate. Why did your coach get off scot-free? Uh, because the NCAA realized they have no power. They have no power. They they started paying players anyway, and they realized this is so stupid. We wasted so much money and resources on this crap, and we don't really want to waste our time with it. Will you and catch Eddie up on what happened? Thank you. So there did was, I have a confused look on my face? Yeah, Thank yeah, you. that's my fault. I should set you. it up. Yeah. I, I did see the headline where like there's no – Charges or whatever, or like the penalty's not that bad. Sure. They got five one level one violations that were supposed to like ban us from the postseason. Bill Self was going to be in deep trouble. They were going to put on probation. Castration. For wow. illegal benefits. The whole team. Cut them off? Yeah, all of them. Yeah, because. Bands too? Allegedly. <laughs> Bands and the band. <laughs> they were funneling payments through Adidas. We were paying players. And what we, what Kansas said was, we had no idea this was going on. This was a rogue Adidas employee that was paying the players. We didn't have anything to do with it. So it was a five-year back and forth of like, oh, let me see your text messages. And what did we find out? That Kansas didn't know anything. So they did get paid. They did. What do we think we know? That the NCAA just doesn't have the power, and now players are – they just got lucky. Kansas got lucky with the timing of getting in trouble. Right, and same with Oklahoma State. The only, Oklahoma State Oof. was the only one that was the yeah, that really got – they got banned on the postseason. That was the only one. And here's the thing. And that was also Adidas? Yes. Okay. It was the same guy, same, same guy. little – Wow. And listen, do you think deep down that Kansas was paying the players? Yeah. 100%. Yes, absolutely. But guess They're what? Entitled. Everybody pays the players. <laughs> Not us because we suck. Oh, man. you. Everybody pays players. Not Duke us. plays players, North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina made up fake classes. There was not even real classes, and we're just putting them on their report cards. I like that. And they got no trouble. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's like they did it for years. It's like, oh, but now we have to take down the uh, Final Four banner? Really? Oh, yeah. that's one of the penalties? Yeah, no, and that would never even bother me. Like, <laughs> okay, oh, they get your trophy. No, I still got to experience that. You can't You can't do Men in Black to me. If you could, <laughs> that would suck. And I would be like, you can have it back. I, I want to keep it. But if you can't go Men in Black, I still enjoy it. I don't have a banner in my house anyway. Yeah, well, the Kansas, uh, they vacated all, some wins, so now they're not the winningest basketball program in hi- history. Oh, that's uh, in the books? Yeah. Yeesh. They didn't go to the Final Four in 2018. I don't read the books. In 2018, yeah, but- there was only three teams in the Final Four now, and Bill Self only has four Final Four appearances instead of five. Yeah, that, I mean, that's tough. But I would just say five. What are they going to do? Yeah, what can they right, say? Right. He did go to five. Yeah, but in like 30 years, when you look back, you're like, oh, that's not there. It says four. Except for the asterisk, and you're like, only oh, read the asterisk. Oh, he's, oh, I guess he was five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that sucks, but whatever. As long as we, and then they said our reaching the postseason, the NCAA tournament, we had an NCAA record, but that is now snapped because we didn't make it in 2018. Wow, wow, wow. Finger parentheses. Yeah. yeah. But you got lucky that players are being paid now because 
because of that, they're going, eh, who cares now? It's for the same reason Reggie Bush should be giving his Heisman back. 100%. Give it to him. It's so stupid they took it away in the first place. All these people, I mean, Zion Williamson got paid by Duke. Oh, yeah. And we had to like, oh, no, because Coach K, we're going to, but who cares? Everybody was playing everybody. There was a dude that I went to high school with. He played golf at the University of Texas, and he comes out one day, and guess what? Brand new set of golf clubs sitting in the back of his car. Who's that? Not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> you guys listen to Lunchbox and Raymundo, Sore Losers. Uh, show will be up today. It's probably already up by the time you're hearing this. Lunchbox, thanks, man. Thanks. All right, that's it. Mike, we good? We're good. <laughs> All right, I got go to got to go to a meeting. Thanks to Coach. Uh, thanks to Cooper BB for coming on, All-American. And got the strength of the All-American. Oh, man. Big dude. With that, little arms, he says. That, yeah. Okay. He's like, my arms are so little. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing little. And I looked everywhere. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you saw? There's nothing little about that guy. <laughs> oh, He's a monster in every way. Uh, thank you, guys. Please follow us at 25 Whistles. Check out the newest episode of Too Much Access with Kansas State. And we'll have another one coming out on Monday, which I don't know which one it's going to be yet. You haven't decided? We're waiting on wins? We're waiting on the... We're just waiting. Uh, hey, I think I'm going to go back to Western Kentucky for a game next month. I thought you were going to Cincinnati for a game. I'm doing both. Sam Houston State's playing Western Kentucky, so I think I'm going to make the drive That's and go cool. check out that game. That's really cool. Excited about that. Oh, I got an update that I can't wait to give you guys. I, I told Eddie on the phone, but I can't. Yeah, it's a good one. Just until. Uh, what? <laughs> it's a good one. Okay. I mean, could you tease I it in I a way? Because... I committed to Arkansas. I'm playing next year. <laughs> That's definitely not All it. All right, I got to go. Uh, <laughs> at 25 Whistles, thank you guys. Bye. Whistle. Oh, what's up? Hold on. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.